Greetings, and welcome to episode 33 of the Prometheus Project podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. Well, I try to use this podcast and my blog to discuss you know, various aspects of creativity. I find that one of the more popular topics with my readers and my listeners tends to be motivation. It's something that many of us struggle with, myself included. You know, there are millions and millions of writers and artists and creators out there, and at some point, I'd wager the majority have dealt with motivation issues. But it's not as simple as just do it. That's like telling a depressed person to just be happy. There are a lot of underlying factors that can affect motivation. Diet and exercise, for example, can affect your energy level. Boredom isolation, frustration, mental health. All these things and more can create obstacles and make us feel like asking ourselves if we really want to continue doing this. One of the biggest issues, in my opinion, is wondering if anyone cares about what we're creating. As I've mentioned before, most of us work in solitude, alone, tapping away at a keyboard, brushing paint onto a canvas, or maybe strumming a guitar in our bedrooms. But the problem with this solitude is that the stuff we create often isn't seen or heard. Speaking from experience, I wrote for years, decades, without really showing anyone what I was creating. It was a combination of embarrassment and lack of self-confidence. I was too concerned about potential negative feedback, and I didn't consider that I might also get positive responses to my stories. It's not easy to release what we've created into the world. It's like having a child leave home, or so so I'm told. I mean, I don't have kids, and my dogs aren't going anywhere. I'm the one that feeds them, and hey, they got pretty damn good here. But letting go of our work, sending it out to be read and seen and heard, is only the first hurdle. When I finally started to submit my stories to magazines and got some acceptances, it was like I got an adrenaline shot to my self-confidence. And sure, I received my fair share of rejection slips. But you know how I handled them? I put a cork board up on the wall next to my computer, and I titled it The Wall of Rejection. I posted each and every one of those there. They were, and still are, reminders that I was trying. I find it motivating to know that even though the story was rejected, at least someone took the time to read it. And, you know, that's better than nothing. Of course, there's more to this than just rejection and acceptance. There's also no response at all. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, I still have stories out there floating in some weird abyss with all those missing socks and ballpoint pen caps. For me, however, I can live with not hearing back from a publisher or editor. I mean, that's just how it goes. I've been on that end of the process, and I know how overwhelming it can be. Hundreds of stories hitting your inbox and having to struggle to keep up with them. So, no hard feelings to the editors out there. But the biggest issue is not having an audience. That's where the who cares comes into play. Especially for independent artists and creators. Those of us, like myself, who self-publish and promote their own work. We don't have the resources of a publishing house, an art gallery, or a record company. We use social media, websites, maybe even walk the pavement going from door to door trying to get our work on a store shelf or hanging on a wall. It can be tiring and frustrating and, yeah, it'll kill our motivation. 
especially if we're an introvert and uncomfortable talking about ourselves and our work. I used to think I could simply let my writing speak for itself, but I found out that doesn't necessarily work. I mean, for example, if I simply self-publish a book and post it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Smashwords, it's more than likely just going to be lost in the millions of other titles out there. It would be sheer luck if someone found it and bought a copy. That's one of the reasons I created social media accounts and a personal website. I knew that I'd have to promote my work one way or another, and this was the easiest and the cheapest. And did it work? I think so. I mean, I've sold a fair amount of copies of both my short story collections, and that's not too bad. It's not going to allow me to write full-time, but hey, that's okay. People are reading and responding to my stories, and that's all that really matters. But still, it's easy to slip into the whole who-cares attitude when sales drop off. A couple of good months followed by a couple of dead months, and you can wonder if you should keep trying. And quick answer, you should. See, that's the thing. It's easy to get discouraged, to feel as if you're working in that proverbial bubble. Yet it's difficult to maintain a positive attitude about it. I think that's just human nature. Our creative output is a part of ourselves. So when people don't respond the way we think or hope they should, well, we take it personally. Now, I'm not sure how to change that, and I'm not even sure if we should. While the emotional and mental toll can be unpleasant, we don't want to be disconnected from the things we create. These things, the books, the music, the images we create, that's all personal to us. We're not necessarily bearing our innermost souls, but we put effort into it. Blood, sweat, tears, little pieces of ourselves. Plus, well, we're proud of it. I mean, I'm proud of every story I've ever written, even the ones that will never see the light of day. I think it's important for artists to feel this way about their work. That's passion, and we can't lose that. But when we have passion about our work, it comes with the drawback of us having an intimate connection with our creations. And from that, we end up taking rejection or lack of interest as a personal affront, a double-edged sword of passion and pain. Of course, there are some artists who maybe don't haven't gotten to that point yet. Maybe you're still in the planning stages, or maybe you've never shown your work to anyone. Maybe you post on your blog or on one of the public writing websites like Wattpad, but no one has taken an interest, no hits, no page views. In those situations, it's easy to think that no one cares. It can make you feel alone, empty, unmotivated to continue. And I really wish I could offer an easy fix for that situation, but I can't. There's no magic answer. However, I can offer some perspective. First, keep in mind that there are literally millions of writers out there competing for the interests of readers. Millions of visual artists trying to get people to look at their work. Millions of musicians posting audio on various formats. Millions. So yeah, it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. That's why I said there aren't any easy fixes. If you're an independent artist, you're one among millions. And I'm not saying this to discourage you. I just want you to have some perspective. Coupled with the fact that you might be a bit of an introvert means you will have a hard time getting noticed. Just posting things on the web won't get you any attention. You have to draw attention to yourself. Wave a little flag around. Jump up and down. Make a little noise. I know, it's 
easier said than done. Hey, I'm an introvert at heart, but I found that interacting on social media is a useful tool. No face-to-face interactions. Hey, that's a plus. <laughs> you can find communities online that can be beneficial, useful, encouraging. Of course, not every platform is going to be this way. There's a lot of toxicity online, so I'm sure you're well aware. But just as an example, on Twitter, there's a thriving writing community of both traditional and independent writers, all offering support and encouragement. We promote each other's books and blogs, we offer advice, we beta-read each other's stories, and sometimes we simply have fun interacting. For me, it's a great place to ask questions, offer personal experience, and feel like I'm helping others while they're helping me. I'm sure there are other places you can find, not just for writers, that will give you some of that support that you're missing, that you need. The other thing to keep in mind regarding perspective is that you have to change the way you think about your art. What I mean is, and I've said this before, you can't create for an imaginary audience. You can't create a story or a painting or a sculpture thinking about who might see it and who might like it. First, I think that ends up making us too self-conscious about what we're doing. And that means we aren't being honest, aren't being true to our vision. You can't have that. Also, it means that we're too worried about accolades and recognition. That should never be the goal when we're creating. To me, that line of thinking pushes us away from being artists and into the realm of commercialism. Sure, we'd all like to make money off our creations, but it should never be the end game. The main point of being creative is self-expression. We have ideas, visions, hear words and music in our heads. We see characters and storylines play out in our imaginations. We trigger emotions, bring dreams to life, create and destroy worlds. But we should be doing that for our own selfish reasons. What I mean is, we should always focus on creating for ourselves, entertaining ourselves, making ourselves laugh or cry, and most of all, surprising ourselves with the unexpected. We shouldn't worry about what others may think or say or feel about our art. We should only care what we, the artist, thinks and feels about it. The big question, who cares, should have a simple answer. I do. I care about my creativity. I care about what I create, the stories I write, the food I prepare, the music I make. I care about getting it to match what I see or hear in my head. I care about expressing myself as best I can. I care about honesty in art, about being passionate, about being true to myself. What I don't care about is what others think. I'm not worried about whether or not people will read or like my stories. If they do, hey, that's great. I'm flattered. I'm honored. But I'm not going to let that weigh on my mind while I'm creating or even after I'm done with a project. All that matters is that I'm happy with how it turned out, that it makes me smile or laugh, or cry, or think. To me, getting a reaction from myself is much more important than getting a reaction from someone else. I mean, think about it. I write a short story, spend weeks or maybe even months drafting and editing, then I finally get to a point where I'm done with it. Then I go back, and I read it one more time, and by the last sentence, I might have tears in my eyes or a smile on my face. That, my friends, is powerful. To be the person who spent all that time working on it and it still affects me? To me, that means I succeeded 
And that's what matters. I know, I know, it can be tough to get your brain to look at things differently, but I know you can do it. Focus on making yourself happy first. Don't worry about an audience. Don't worry about whether or not people will like your creations or if they'll even ever see them. None of that matters. What does matter is you, what you think, what you feel. Create things that you're proud of that make you react on an emotional level. I can't promise that you'll ever reach an audience, but that's okay. You can be your own worst critic, but you can also be your best audience. Don't give up. All right, for this week's show closeout, I'm going to make you uncomfortable, (laughs) but in a good way, at least. I hope it is. Now, something I think most everyone can agree on is that we hate the sound of our own voice. When we hear it on a video or audio clip, we usually cringe. We sound weird, foreign. The usual reaction is, do I really sound like that? And turn it off. (laughs) So here's the thing. I believe that we have to be comfortable with who we are, everything about ourselves. So I'm going to challenge you to listen to your own voice. I'm sure you have some sort of recording device, a cell phone, a tablet, a laptop, or hey, maybe you're old school and you still have a tape recorder or a video camera laying around. What I want you to do is this. If you're a writer, take a page from something you've written and record yourself reading it out loud. If you aren't a writer, then find something you like, a story, a poem, essay, whatever, and just pick a page to read. Now sit somewhere with very few distractions and hopefully a fairly quiet atmosphere. Then click record and read it. Don't think about it. Don't think about how you sound. Don't worry about stumbling over words or mispronunciation. This is for you and you alone. Now, of course, it should only take a couple of minutes to read a page, even less if it's a poem or something shorter. And once you've finished, listen to it. Listen to the sound of your own voice. Close your eyes and really focus on what you're saying, what you're reading. Don't think about how you sound or any mistakes you made. Just focus on the words. Will it be easy? Mm. Probably not. (laughs) Will you feel like cringing? Possibly. The point here is that you're going to do this for yourself and no one else. Just like your creative output, this is something you're doing for an audience of one. You. Keep this in mind the next time you work on one of your creative projects. Focus on you. What do you want to do? What do you want to create? What makes you happy? You're all that matters when it comes to your art. Alright, with that being said and done, I hope you enjoyed this episode, that you got something positive out of it. If so, hey, feel free to leave a review or a comment on whatever platform you download or listen to this on. Uh, Tell your friends. Also, you know, check out my blog, richardbiz.com. You can also catch me on social media. And I've recently published my second collection of short stories, Reflections in Blue Water. It's available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble in ebook and paper book format. And also, one last self-promotion, I'm still doing my cooking show. It's getting some interesting feedback. <laughs> so check it out on my Richard Bist YouTube channel. All right, until next time, please be safe, be kind, be creative. Cheers.